the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics, where the conversation always gives you a foundation that is built on biblical principles so you can intellectually and critically learn to weigh out decisions about life with truth, facts, contradictions, and the reality we live in, and history. Host Joe Gaona covers topics like apologetics, worldviews, contemporary culture, and the Word of God to help you articulate a defense for how you live your Christian life. See how you can get involved in support Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics by visiting ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com That's ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com Joe, where is that magnifying glass? Hey, how you doing today? This is Joe with 1530 Apologetics Throughout All Ages. And we're here to give an answer for the hope that we have to have apologetics in our daily lives as we look at what we believe in in our worldview and to test it with history, science, philosophy, archaeology, and the world that we live in. And does it make sense? Before we start off today with BLM Movement, Black Lives Matter Part 3, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the human sexuality, but I want to give a props here, first of all, to M2M, which is Ministry to Muslims, Ministry to Muslims.com. They're having a conference. It's called the 19th Annual Our Strong Tower, a national apologetic conference. If you haven't been to this, you need to go to it. It's where you can learn why Muslims believe in what they believe in, how they interpret the scriptures, what they look at when they look at the Quran, and how you can give an answer for what you believe in. So it's called Our Strong Tower, November 13th through 15th. Um, it will go Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And this is key here. If you can't make it there in Orange County, go to their website. Then you can go to throughoutallages.com, our website, and put in the promo code TAAM. Online, it would cost you $10. If you put in this promo code, you can watch it for free. So that's throughoutallagesministry.com. You can Google it and search it with 1530 Apologetics. Put in the promo code TAAM, and you can get yourself a free seat right in front of your uh, living room there. So, again, that's ministry to Muslims. They're going to have speakers like, let me add this, they're going to have speakers, the top speakers who that are apologists for Muslims, Dr. David Wood, Dr. J. Smith, Dr. Edward Delcor, uh, Al Fadi, Anthony Rogers, and Shabri Ali as they talk about uh, the apologetics for defending your faith for Muslims. 
All right, let's get into our talk today as we're talking about BLM, Black Lives Matter. And last week, we started to talk about human sexuality. We were talking about the the family structure. And now we're going to human sexuality. As we talk about human sexuality, I want you to know that Black Lives Matters put down on their website it says we foster a queer affirming network and that was just part of the statements uh, that they made i know we talked about last week where they said they want to dismantle cisgender privilege and so with that comes this affirming to a queer affirming network when they talk about a, a queer affirming network the lgbtqa um, the umbrella is huge when we begin to talk about lesbians, gay, bisexuals, transgenders, queer, and asexual. And they go on to say this, we gather, we do so with the intention of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of heteronormative thinking, or rather the belief that all in the world are heterosexual. Now, Heteronormative is this heterosexual men are attracted to women and women are attracted to men. Queer affirming is a huge umbrella of how I identify or how they identify and how they feel. It's actually what they called an open spectrum. There is no end to this queerness. This is an inconsistency. We will find out that as the years go by, no doubt they will put more and more alphabets into this queer affirming network that, again, it will not make sense. There will not be no consistency to it. Once you can abolish, with, especially with Black Lives Matter and their Black Lives ideology, once you can abolish science and morality, where does it end? Next, you will identify as an animal, an alien, and it just goes on and on. And we can laugh for the moment, but we see this day to day that the, that the, the gap gets wider and wider as you begin to put nonsense inconsistencies to your belief. Remember, this tight grip that BLM feels is creation. It is God. It is our conscience bearing witness that there is male and female. Now, what does science and God have to say about your feelings, your identity? Make no mistake about it. The drive of your feelings, it starts off small. And it can quickly and rapidly grow until you identify as someone or something or something other that you cannot recognize as it begins to just take men and women to different avenues in their lives that cannot be expressed, that cannot be uh, attained in their mind, why they feel certain ways. And we will talk more about this. As we go along, the question is not, am I born male or female? Science has too much to say on that issue. As a matter of fact, we know that sex is not defined 
per se by chromosomes or hormones. It is the biological sex that defines itself with gametes. And there are only two types of gametes. There's male and female. There are no intermediate types of gametes. When we talk about biological sex, it is binary. There are only two. A person that is biological male or female can experience gender dysphoria or gender incongruence because they do not identify with their assigned sex. Um, people whose gender identify feels neither uh, people sometimes in their gender identity, they don't feel masculine or uh, feminine, which is this non-binary attitude. They don't know what they are. And this is the queer umbrella that begins to expand and expand that if you can't know how you feel in your identity, that it's now non-binary, that it's not masculine or feminine, it's not male or female. So what is our starting point? Again, as students of the Word of God, well, again, we need to go back to the very basics of what you believe. For this reason, in Genesis two twenty four, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And we know that Jesus alliterated this uh, even more profoundly in the first century. So God, God has said there is a sex that is in the biological system of a human that's either XS, XX for women and XY for men. Intersex, when we talk about intersex, they can have a variety of traits from males and females, but mostly caused by chromosomes variants. When we talk about chromosomes variants, really they're heirs as they were developing and what I mean by heirs is this. It's not like we have new information that has made a different species of human, but rather it was the loss of information that causes these heirs in their anatomy. And then the confusion begins to take place. This intersex, they make up 1% of society. Uh, intersex is not a new gen genetic information, but it's heirs in the biological system. When we talk about, you know, there's this talk a lot about, well, why is it when a child, uh, you know, very young at age acts more masculine and when she's a female or when a male acts more, acts more feminine? We know scientifically it's because when they were in the embryo of their mother that during these seven or eight weeks as testosterone was 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 given to them that to some it was given way too much others it wasn't given enough so the man the the boy becomes to act uh, more feminine because he didn't get enough testosterone and same thing with the female sometimes she got too much and you can see this reaction uh, qualify them throughout their lives as they you begin to see people children who act more masculine and more feminine but this is an I, I identity issue that we are talking about this has nothing to do with their biological sex i want you to understand that god speaks a lot about identity he speaks a lot about desire 
You see, a lust that can and will, if we let it, it will identify who we are. Now, I want you to understand this, that the Bible does tell us that when it comes to desires, no one is tempted by God, but they are tempted when they are drawn away by their own lust, enticed by their own desires. And we will talk more about this on our second half of 1530 apologetics throughout all ages. Don't go away because there is much more to come with Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics on K-Praise. Throughout All Ages Ministry 1530 Apologetics goes into the public high school to build up the student's character to intellectually think about their worldview and weigh it with truth. Studies show 75 to 85% of all college students who grew up in a Christian home are walking away from their faith. For more information about 1530 Apologetics, go to throughoutallages.com. Join Creation Fellowship's Antees Apologetics Speaker Series Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. via Zoom. First Peter verse 3 chapter 15 says, To always be ready to give a reason for the hope that we have. Creation Fellowship's Antees brand name apologetic speakers will do just that. Equip you with the knowledge and tactics to explain your Christian faith. Get equipped Thursday nights at 6.30. Learn more on Facebook and YouTube at Creation Fellowship's Antee or email creationfellowshipsantee at gmail.com. Welcome back to Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics. And now, here's your host, Joe Gaona on K-Praise. How you doing? Here we are in the second part of 1530 Apologetics. My name is Joe and we're talking about human sexuality. There's so much to say, but we're coming to the part where we're not talking about biology. But what we are talking about is what does this desire, what does it promote, this lust that becomes a part of our lives? There's more than to our identity than just who we are as far as male and female. So many boundaries, so many things comes into our lives, whether it's abuse, whether it's agony or pain, whether it's lust or desire. I want you to hear a verse here in Galatians 5.19. It says this, Now the works of the flesh, in other words, those people that are having trouble within their lives, that this flesh is evident in them. And the Bible gives you a verse for this. And I want to read this to you. It says, Now the works of the flesh are evident, which is adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revilers, and the like, which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in the times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, when we talk about desire, abuse, lust, dysphoria, this can overrun our identity, and we see it happen time and time again in a person's life. For instance, we can see that in California, 
in other states, it's illegal to counsel a minor for unwanted same-sex attra- uh, attraction. They ban therapy for minors struggling with same-sex attraction, and this has been since 2013. Mental health practitioners are prohibited from performing sexual orientation change efforts known as um, reparative or conversion therapy for anyone under the age of 18. So let's pose a question here. Let's say you're 17 years old and you were abused when you were young, maybe four or five years old. Now you're 14, 13, 14, 15 years old, struggling with this same sex identity. You don't know why. You know what has happened. That's in your mind. It's not clear. And you want, you know, you want to marry a woman and have children, but yet there's this confusion that's taking place. Yet it tells us, the world tells us that you can't get counseling for this. And even though it violates your religious beliefs, it violates your own preference, you want to get to the root of how you feel and make sense of it with professional therapy, even with your parents supporting it, and maybe the minors, the minor wants counseling, they say, no, you, you cannot do that. We're telling you, no, that it's illegal to do this. Maybe you're a seven, seven-year-old. You have two lesbian moms, and you, they say you feel like a boy trapped in a girl's body. Well, they'll take you to a psychologist who responds by telling that child, well, yeah, why don't you go ahead and start dressing accordingly to how you feel each day, and we'll give you hormone blockers to block you, and, and that's legal. That's okay to do that to a five- and seven-year-old. I know my kids growing up, five and seven-year-old, if I were to do everything they asked, and, and think about this, most kids, they say 60 to 90% of these kids who are uh, unsatisfied with their identity when they're young, most of them come out of it, 60 to 90%, they say, no, I was just feeling very uncomfortable, I was struggling with a lot of things, but now I'm back to my biological sex of who I am. But do we dismiss that? Yeah, we dismiss that. And we go far over to the other side of saying unreasonable stuff. For instance, if you have sex and you want an abortion, well, again, no parental involvement is needed. We'll take you over there to get the abortion. And it doesn't matter the cost of the pain, the agony, the desires, the lust that's going to come about as all this starts to take place. It's a mad world out there, and it's full of madness when we think of desire, lust, and abuse, and pain. You see, desire and lust uncontrolled leads to a systemic life that cannot be fulfilled, especially if there are no boundaries. Pretty soon, we have the pedophilia guys are saying, no, it's okay. This is who I am. Have you heard that lately? This is who I am, and I should deserve to be able to go out with young kids because this is just who I am, and I need to be able to do this to feel complete. We know bestiality is on a rise, and why is this? Because this is their identity. This is also who they are, and it might not be in the same category, 
But it, when it comes to identifying who you are, it has a lot to do with lust and desire. There are those that think that rape is okay, that they don't see nothing wrong with it. Have you ever heard of those people who say this left hand is not part of me and they grew up their lives going, this is uncomfortable. I hate this left hand. Get it off of me. I can't stand it. We know that's called dysphoria. Dysphoria is when they're very confused in their mind and they need good counseling. But if no one were to give them the time to counsel them, to talk to them, to let them know of the last 2,000 years, scientifically and what's going on today, that they can begin to at least look at the problem that inflicts them. And instead, you don't give them help. You tell them that it's just uh, something they're dealing with. They go off and they end up cutting off their left hand by themselves because they can't stand it. And you know what? They're okay with it. In their mind, there's something in their mind that tells them this wasn't their body. It wasn't part of them. They cut it off. And although they have all this pain now, they think that this is okay. This is who they are. This is their, this is their identity. I think there's so much to learn with secularism in our biology as we talk about identity and we're just pulling forward ahead faster than ever instead of looking at the price of what's going to happen to all these children that you're hitting at five and seven years old and telling them that they can be whoever they identify with. And maybe it might be because you felt a certain way when you're young. But like you always say, every individual is a little different. But I want you to know that the Bible doesn't talk about this. The Bible talks scientifically. There is male and female. And then there are those with heirs in their system. And when I mean about heirs, we we need to see that it isn't new information when we talk about intersex people. This is not new information. But it's uh, less information. It's minus information that has made them this way. Let me give this last verse in Romans one seventeen as we talk about human sexuality and what God says when he talks about it. This is Romans one seventeen. It says, it says, the truth who exchanged the truth for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even in his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Although they knew God, they did not glorify him. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worship and serve the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. For this reason... 
Think about this. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men, committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting. I want to talk about a moment here about my life. When I think about my life, if you think it's an easy route to be a heterosexual man, I remember growing up as a youngster And there were so many vivid things that I remember about man and man and woman and woman. So much perversion that was out there. Now, I didn't know it was perversion, but it was just craziness at 7, 10, 12 years old. And as I saw this stuff, as it influenced who I was inside my mind, my identity, trying to figure it out, I could get lost in the passions. I can get lost in the information that I was receiving, but I chose to do what God said was right. I pushed those thoughts behind me and I went forth to whom I was created to be. Even up to today, it's still not uh, everything that I want it to be. I still have those lusts and those desires fight on me Every minute of the day, every day I wake up, I have to fight the lust and the desires that have been a part of my life and say, no, I will walk the way that God created me. This is Joe with 1530 Apologetics, and we'll see you next week, and you have a good weekend. That's a take, and this has been Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics. You can learn more about your host, Joe Gaona, how to support and get involved with 1530 Apologetics by visiting throughoutallagesministries.com. That's throughoutallagesministries.com. 1530 Apologetics is vigorously setting the pace to give easy answers to hard questions in the culture we live in. So be sure to join Joe at this same time next week for more biblical principles to help you intellectually and critically learn to weigh out decisions about life with truth, facts, contradictions, the reality we live in, and history. This has been Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics on K-Praise. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.